what can I control? And that's another big reason of my self-awareness. I can control myself. Yep. Come on. I can control who I am. Yeah. I can control what I do, what I say. And that's a lot of power. That is a lot of power. More than we know. And we are so quick to give it to other people. Mm. We are so quick to give that power to other people where we let them dictate how our day is going. Mm. We let them dictate how we're going to respond. We let them dictate how we view ourselves, how many likes we got. That's Mm. what's going to dictate how I feel about myself. No. Mm -mm. You have the ability within yourself. Yep. My dad used to always tell me, you can't control what happens, but you can control how you respond. Yep. Yeah. My dad always said the same thing too. And so imagine like someone like you get pied in the face and like, oh my God, but it's your favorite pie. You get free pie. Like, oh my God, what's to eat? (laughs) Perspective is banana pie. Hey everyone, welcome back to One Thing in Common podcast. On today's episode, we have my friend, Jasmine Hernandez. Jasmine was born and raised in Northwest Indiana. She currently works as a medical staff coordinator at Weatherby Healthcare. In the near future, Jasmine would love to pursue a degree in psychology and become a counselor. Her heartbeat is young women of the next generation and helping them find who they are and owning it. Hashtag unapologetically. Everyone, I am so stoked to bring on my beautiful friend, Jasmine. Oh my goodness. Okay. Can I just tell you, Megs? I <laughs> am so honored, like literally honored to be here. I am just grateful that you are allowing me to just share a little bit of my story and the fact that I get to chat with you while I'm doing it. Hello. Talk Girl. <laughs> oh, well, I'm so happy that you said yes to being on. And I know you're definitely somebody that is filled with a lot of gold. So I'm glad that you're going to be able to share just a little bit of that gold with the people. The only time it's okay to be a gold digger, huh? (laughs) Just just a few times, just a few times. (laughs) So if y'all don't know, me and Jasmine met recently um, and we co-led, we had the I had the privilege of co-leading with Jasmine, a girls group um, of high school at our church. And it was so much fun. And we're still continuing to do it throughout the summer. We're currently on break. And um, let me just like, let me just set it straight, y'all. Jasmine is definitely the funny one out of us two. She's the funny. I I think I'm funny and I laugh at my own jokes. I laugh at myself. No shame. But like Jasmine's actually funny. So it's just like a game changer when you have someone funny next to you. Okay, you're actually funny. We're, we're just a, we gotta like wrap it up sometimes because we just feed off each other. We we do. I know. We we oh. really we sometimes we just don't stop. And the- <laughs> we gotta. Oh, please. No chill. No chill. <laughs> no, but yeah. Seriously, Jasmine, she is. Y- y- y'all y'all will hear it tonight. Y'all will hear it tonight. <laughs> um, Jasmine, one thing. <clears throat> My bad. That was my throat. I had to clear up a little bit. (laughs) So let's uh, start that over again. One thing, Jasmine, that I really do admire about you that I've noticed is your level of self-awareness 
um, within yourself, within the people around you, you know, sometimes not sometimes, like I would say almost every day you're sharing something on your IG story related to mental health or self-awareness. And like, I love everything you share. Like I will literally click on it and then I will share it. Cause I'm like, this is so good not to share. Um, so I want to ask you, Jasmine, is that something that you have always been into like self-awareness or, um, did something maybe happen that led you to that journey? Thank you. First of all, thank you for acknowledging that, for, you know, vocalizing your admiration. I have, that's a tough question for me because I think I've always been self-aware, um, even as a kid. I mean, I'm, I'm an only child. And so I spent a lot of time alone. I had a single mom. And so I spent a lot of time alone. And so that obviously naturally leads to just thinking a lot. And I think that I always was self-aware but I don't think I ever did anything about it until probably right around my mid twenties mm. that I started saying, okay, there can be, there can be a product from these thoughts. Like they don't have to just be chilling there, driving me nuts. Like if I notice something or if I'm thinking to myself, Hey, you kind of came off a little harsh or, Hey, maybe that person's hurting a little bit. You should go over there and talk to them. I can do something about that. It doesn't just need to be a thought. And so for me, I think thinking about it, think, I think thinking, thinking about it, <laughs> um, you, it just, it's just a product of doing something about my thoughts. Honestly, I think we all have that idea of, oh man, maybe I was a little too loud or too harsh or I should probably apologize, but we just kind of leave it there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for myself, I realized, you know, I can actually make a difference or I can have a, a learning moment or a teaching moment here. So I'm going to either vocalize or take action or do something about it. And it really blossomed through therapy because my therapist kind of spoke to that and said, Hey, this is a good thing and it can be a good thing. And let's, let's work through that. And so that's definitely something that has over time progressed. And I, and I found finally to be a good thing, um, a healthy thing. And so I've just kind of owned it, you know, and, and made it a, a, a part of who I am and my ministry and and what I do and things like that. So that's really, it's like an, it was an evolution of, of thoughts turning to, to awareness of myself and others. I love that. I can definitely see that. Like now that, you know, you're saying it and explaining it, I mean, in your day to day, when we will have our VSM nights on a Wednesday night, you are so aware of like, okay, where's the new person? Where's the person maybe sitting alone? Where's the person that like, oh, they look like, I don't know, they, they can have somebody to talk to. Like you're always looking for the one, right? Like mm-hmm. just that one person that, you know, people may not see or people, they just, you know, they're with their friends and it happens to all of us. Right. But like, you are so hyper aware of like looking mm-hmm. for that person. And so I really admire you in that because I think it's easy. Sometimes we can overlook people and not yeah. with mal, like with malintent or, or with bad intentions, but sometimes, you know, we get caught up talking to our friends again. And then it's just mm-hmm. kind of like at the end of the night, we're like, oh my gosh, who's talking to that one person, you know? And, and, and it's like, oh, Jasmine was talking to that person or, you know, whoever was talking to that person, right? right. Like, you know, I think like, well, we'll see someone, we'll talk to them, you know, yeah. because you never know exactly what they're going through. And another thing you said was, you know, you learned that awareness of like, you can do something about it with your, with your therapist, right? With your counselor. Right. Yes. And what, 
because I mean, um, we both talked about this and I feel like anybody that if you've been tuning on the podcast for the past two seasons, you know, I'm a huge advocate for counseling. Um, so what made you like get into that or a better question is how did counseling change your life? There are so many benefits to counseling. I feel like as a Latina, Mm -hmm. mental health Mm -hmm. can be described as being lazy. Like, right? Yeah. Uh Uh Don't even think about it. Yeah. No lloras. Don't cry. You know, like, just brush it off, brush it off, brush it off. It's not a big deal. Mm -hmm. And we normalize that. I mean, it might not just Mm -hmm. be Latino culture, but as a Latina, right? Growing up, it was just like, hey, just get over it. And Mm. I actually started counseling after I had already, what I thought, transformed a lot in my life. On paper, everything looked great. But then I had a time in my life where something didn't go so great. And so I resorted to all my bad behavior from the past. Mm -hmm. And I found myself in this, what? people might call bottom yeah and again with that awareness I'm like okay what is happening here I thought I had everything everything looked good on paper why do I find myself here again and that's when I realized like there are professionals that can help me with this yeah there are people that studied which hopefully one day I will be well I'm believing you know that no right that studied these behaviors these thoughts why they happen how you can and so I said why am I doing this by myself Mm. you know and um I started looking and you know searching and um I'm grateful to have great health insurance and so I was able to find a counselor that had the same beliefs that I did and we put our mud boots on and got dirty and said, okay, what is, where is this coming from? And so mm. counseling helped me because it was someone walking in the dirt with me, not afraid, mm. sitting through it. The product of these questions was, okay, you know, that's okay that I'm thinking these things. That's okay that I'm saying these things, but let's figure out why yeah. I'm doing that. Mm. And how can we help that? How can we change it right how can we have that moment where we're not going the same route we're not taking that same route we're we're, we're turning we're, we're going somewhere else or we're taking those thoughts and we're forming them into something else you know and so it was just counseling just helped me m- make my emotions and my thoughts tangible to where I can control them and make them be beneficial to myself and to those around me because I was able to finally understand why you know, because my shoe was untied that I got triggered so bad and angry and mad at myself because, you know, how dare you even buy the shoe with shoestrings in the first place? You know better, right? Like you start going down that path, but, you know, counseling just helped me stop and say, hey, it's okay. They were really cute shoes. Like you can tie your shoes. It's okay. Just stop and tie them. You know what I mean? Like literally something so simple can set us off, but counseling Girl. was able to help me go, okay, let's pause. Let's ask those, ourselves those questions. Why is this happening? Yeah. And how can I change it? That's you so good. So it was that, that, that's honestly the answer to your question is counseling just helps you 
organize everything already going on in your head to make it not like, oh, get over it or, hey, you know what? No, I'm like, we can, we can get through this. We can do this. And it's okay that I'm sad, but it's not okay that I stay there. Yeah. And it's not okay that I use unhealthy coping mechanisms. Yeah. To, you know, like we, we mean, even me and you talked about food and all that stuff. Like those are so good, you know, like let's yeah. Yeah. maybe, you know, turn to something else. And hundred so that it was just such a game changer, you know, and if I could pay for people's counseling, I should have, like, here's money, like go, go get yeah, I think it's, it's crazy because I mean, I feel like until someone experiences it, they don't really know the value that it has, like how it has the potential to literally change someone's life. And I'm very honest with people. And, and I tell yeah. them, like, if I did not go to that counselor when I did last year, no. I don't know who I'd be today. Like, and I say that so honestly, I don't know who I'd be today because. Yeah. She got to me with questions that she asked me in a way that she knew I had the answer myself. Mm. And I had to discover that answer. Yes. You know? And I was like, that's genius. <laughs> I was like, genius. Love it. Mm. Love it. But it's, it's something. And I, I can, I feel like I can totally understand because my mom's side of the family is Peruvian mm-hmm. and probably have a very large family, like Hispanic families. We just like yeah. triple everything, dude. You know what Come I'm on. saying? And so yeah, I, I think like with my entire family, like maybe two or three from like my Spanish side or even my whole family, like have done counseling mm. because it, it's like, again, it's kind of, and maybe may not be like just Latinos. It might be in right. a, like other yeah. people, but I feel like it's also very strong. Like Latinas are known to be strong and we have it yeah. all together and like, you know, feisty. And it's like, right. yeah, there's like a time for that, but right. be gentle, be real, be raw. Like it's okay to like, you know, I saw something that you, I think you shared it today or the other day. And it was about Dr. Caroline Leaf. She posted oh. about the healthiness of like allowing someone to cry in the bathroom. Yes. And I, when I read that and I, I'm going to be honest with y'all, like, listen, I'm like, there's been two times where I had to run to the bathroom at work um, and nothing personally at work. It was my own personal life that just, it was building up, building up. And then boom, I just, it just hit me right. and I had to go to the bathroom. I had to cry and I just had to cry, I had to cry, I had to cry. And I felt so much better than my supervisor when I got, she, was, she gave me a hug. She's like, are you okay? I was like, yeah, I just, I really need to let that out. And I feel so much better. And she's like, it's okay. Like, look, we all have those moments. Like when you're at a job long enough, like if you don't break down crying, not necessarily because of the job itself, because maybe something outside like in your life or whatever Mm -hmm. is going on and it just, it gets you while you're at work and well, that's the place where you're at. Right. But it's so healthy to Mm -hmm. like, let those emotions out in a healthy way. Right. Yes. And, um, I love that you share that because I feel like some people would read that and be like, Oh, cry. Like that's for weak people. And it's like, well, mm-hmm. no, in yeah. reality, the strongest people are the ones that are not afraid to be vulnerable. Okay. And the ones that portray themselves as super, super strong, deep, 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 deep down inside, they're dying to just talk to someone. They're dying to show them real, their real selves. Right. They're yeah. just dying to be like, this is who I am, or this is what I'm struggling with. And it's like, Hey, that's, like, that's okay. okay. Like, yeah. let's talk about it. You right. know, like, let's yeah. talk about it. Let's get de- like, let's sit down for lunch. And that's something else I saw. Um, I'm so proud of you, Jasmine, because I see that you're starting to post like uh, IGTVs or like reels or just like little videos sharing a little bit of your life. And I've always told you that, you know, 
you are truly such an encourager. Mm-hmm. And we had dinner the other night and you shared mm-hmm. a, a story, not a story, but you did a video of the importance of meeting with friends yes. and, and just getting dinner. And so can you share a little bit for the people that don't follow you on IG, like what you mm-hmm. shared in the video or like, you know, cause you said some really key points. I was like, girl, yes. Like that was good. <laughs> Thank you a lot. I'm going to try to remember. Cause sometimes when I'm like about to post a video, I'm just like in the moment, like, let's get this like a virtual journal. But, um, or just the golden nuggets, some of the golden nuggets. Right. So, you know, like I mentioned, I'm I'm an only child. And so I grew up, you know, alone a lot and I can be self-sufficient, you know, like I can, um, do life alone. And even like, you know, even when I was, um, starting up, you know, I, I had to learn how to do relationships later in life. And so by the time I was a young adult, I was actually just learning how to have friendships and relationships because, um, you know, like I said, my mom was a single mom. It was just me and her. And, you know, I had to step up in a lot of places that she needed me and vice versa. Right. And so um, I just as a young adult, I realized like every time around I'm around good people, I, I always left refreshed. And I've, I always left renewed in a way, you know, and I think it's so important for us as individuals. And I don't want to say just women, men too, to have a group of people that you can just talk, you can just unzip, you can just be yourself, you know, and even like when we had dinner, you're like, Hey girl, how are you? And I said, (laughs) Max, you're like, girl, girl. I'm like, you know, I'm gonna keep it real. I am not okay right now. And you just took me where I was. You said, okay. And you didn't say, hey, let's order extra mozzarella sticks. You know, like you weren't (laughs) like, you were helping me in my coping. You know, we had salads and chicken and steak. They were were fire. Okay, just for the the record, they were fire. I had the steak with veggies. What did they say? It was bussin' bussin'. I don't know, but it was delicious. Okay, for all the haters. Oh no, he's youngin'. Oh man, our 11th and 12th graders got to keep us so young. Shout out. Oh my uh, gosh. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. Can we just. Can we... <laughs> no, don't talk about it. The MySpace? Can, can, we just, can we just say the MySpace? Y'all. You all. Oh my God. Uh, so this is when we, I think it was our first day. We yeah, all met the girls. So yes. we're doing like an introduction like, hey, I'm Jazz and I'm Megan. The girls are in high school. So by the way, Jasmine's 30. Okay. Yes. So, I'll be 31 in a couple of days. So, you know, and um, I'm 24. So we're a little older than the girls, right? Yeah. A couple of years older. And so I don't know if we got to the topic, but I think we started talking about MySpace. I'm like, oh yeah, MySpace, like we could put music on there. And then one of the girls was like, oh my gosh, I saw a documentary about MySpace. And I was like, me and Jasmine look at each other and we're like, did she just say docu? I'm like, are we that old? I almost left. I'm going to be like, I think we did walk away for a second. We're like, okay, we're just kidding. We're coming back. I need to transition out of out of high school and go to a different I was like, is like, I don't know. It's just the word documentary about like a social app that we used years ago just made me feel so old. Like, I don't feel like an old person, but that made me feel old. It did. It made me feel a little bit up there for sure I'm with you yeah Yeah. you know I'm I'm in the I'm in the third decade now though so like that's imagine how I feel (laughs) you're still 
you're still comfortable in the 20s. Like, you're, you know, you're in your 20 little pool with your floaty. I'm, I'm over here on my third level. You 31. That's okay. Thriving 30s, thriving okay. 30s. Let's go. I love, it. I love it so far. Anyway, no, but it's yeah. so funny. It's so true because, you know, <laughs> here we are. But um, yeah, I mean, and I was okay. I, I, You were okay with me not being okay. And you weren't uncomfortable. It didn't make you like... I don't know if you've ever been around somebody that can't handle like, you know, you being like, oh, I'm not okay. They're like, oh, uh, can I help you? What can I do? And you're just like, okay, yeah. like, what's yeah. up? Like, let's talk about that. And so uh, friendships for me, and let me tell you something. When I see somebody that I meet or that I, I, I like to watch people. I don't know if you noticed that about me, but I, I kind of- very observant. I'm very observant. And yeah. so for me, like, I'll start being like, I want to be friends with that person. I'll start picking my friends before they even know it. <laughs> you know? Like, I love I'll, it. I'll, I'll I love observe it. and be like, you know what? And I swear, I did that with you. I was like, you know what? I like that girl. I want I, I want her. She's going to be my friend. You know, because I, I know and I realize and I observe the product of your life. And so are you going to bear fruit in my life? are you are you gonna challenge me are you gonna you know what, how are you gonna help me and how can I help you not just a one-way street and so, so good. I'm very careful about who I put around me I'm very careful about the friendships that I pick and so when I do when I am able to hang out and when I am able to have that amazing one-on-one time it's just man life-giving it is life-giving and I just walk away like wow I'm so grateful for them and you know, it's just, it's so important because a lot of times people just, they worry about who's around them. Like I'm married. I'm, I'm all the way married. Okay. Two years married. You think, oh, you have your best friend. Yeah. He is my best friend. Sometimes I need a little space. You know, I need to hang out. (laughs) You know, (laughs) I need to get out there and it's making that time. And I I even said in that video, I was like, friends, (laughs) make time for your friends. Yes. Let's That's go. It. That's, That's it. Wrap. Friends, make time for your friends. You know what's crazy? Yeah. And and I feel like I used to be that friend that I waited for people to text me or I waited for someone to hang, like, want to, like, invite me to hang out. Right. And I just realized, like, yes, a relationship, friendship, it, it's a two-way street. Absolutely. But I'm not going to wait for the other person. Like, I'm going to be intentional and I'm, I'm going to make the first step. And I've just seen in my own life, my friendships thrive by taking that next step because it's reciprocated back. Right. Right. Like, I mean, okay, let's like use uh, common sense here. If you're like messaging someone to hang out or, you know, and and they're giving you the cold shoulder, they don't want to hang out then. Okay. Maybe then that friendship's not meant to be. But if you have a friend that says, yes, you guys hang out the next week, you like, you know, they ask you for coffee and then it's at the end of like, long-term, like it's going to be reciprocated. Right. And that's what I see in my friendships now. Like, you know, um, I have a tight circle of people that I keep around me, um, that hold me accountable, that, um, speak life to me. And, and like what you said, Jasmine, what fruit are they bearing? Right. Like, I think that's a yeah. big, big thing that if, if people, oh man, if people took the time to look at the fruit that people are producing in their lives, I really do think people would reevaluate the friends that they have. Come you on. know? Yes. Like I'm talking about fruit and maybe some people have never heard that terminology. So let's break it down a little bit by right. fruit. I mean, 
how are their other relationships? Are they patient with people? Are they loving? Are they kind? Mm. Are they forgiving? Do they show grace when, when grace needs to be given, right? Like, or when, when, you know, what fruit are they producing? And so I think that's a big thing in my life as I'm very intentional again, who, how I spend my time and who I spend my time with. Right. Um, because we only got 24 hours in a day. Right. And so I'm, I remember like that day when we went out, I was, uh, I was tired from work, but I was excited because I knew like, that's what I needed to refill my cup. Mm, Like I knew our conversation, like your cup was going to get filled and my cup was going to get filled because you're going to talk to me about how your day was and you're going to get everything off your chest. And then I was going to pour into you. And then I was like, okay, my turn. I poured out to you. You poured (laughs) it to me. And it was like, at the end of the night, we were giggling. I got my decaf coffee because it was like 10 PM. You had your Guanito, like it was a good time. Yes, it was. But that importance of making time, like so many people would could have said, Oh, well, um, I just got off work and I'm super tired, so another day. And then like you you try again next week and it's the same thing. I'm yeah, you're you may always be tired from work, right? Mm -hmm. But that's not an excuse to neglect your friends. And and let, let let me just be clear here. I do am a firm believer in boundaries. So if you're burnt out, that's an, if you're burnt out, like there's been days or weeks where I was just completely burnt out because I did too much where I was like, I just, for a whole week, I didn't hang out with anybody. Now I was isolating myself, but I just needed solitude. Yes. Right. And then the next week, boom, back at it. So I think it's really important to understand and differentiate. Okay. Am I exhausted? Am I tired? Am I burnt out? Cause they're all mean different things. And sometimes yeah. I'm tired and I don't want to go up, but I'm also a person. If I make plans, I'm going to stick to it. Yeah. Right. And I love that about you. Yes. And that's something that my dad has instilled in me. He's like, Megs, if you said you're going to do something, you're going to do it. I don't care if you got to wake up at 5am. I don't care if you got to wake up at midnight. If you said you're going to do something, you're going to do it. Cause that's how he was raised. And that's how he raises our, you know, my, like the family that we have. And, yes. and it's something that I've always, um, I think it's a strong conviction that I have. That's so good. I like, love that. You know, and, and, and when yes. you don't do it, you just feel like, oh, like I just, mm, I did. Yeah. Like I didn't do the bare minimum that I could, you know? Right. Exactly. It's so important. And, you know, someone once said, if your time was like, was mapped out like your bank account is. So, you know how your bank account, when you go in, you have itemized, like, Let's be real. If you were to go into to my bank account, you know, a few years ago, you would see a lot of fast food. Mm-hmm. So you know that my money goes to fast food. But if you could see a, re- a visual representation of where your time is being spent, like your money is being spent, mm-hmm. that is where your focus is on. That is what you're focusing on in that moment, in that season or wherever you may be in life. And so just like we have to spend our money and budget. And, you know, if you want to pay off debt, you have to put your money in certain areas and calculate things like your time. Michael Phelps has the same 24 hours in a day. Yeah. Beyonce has the same 24 hours in a day. Okay. Andy Mineo. If y'all don't know who Andy Mineo is. Look him up. He's awesome. (laughs) Favorite favorite hip hop artist. He has 24 hours. Mm -hmm. He has the most... Okay, I'm not even gonna start because I can go on and on about Andy Mendio, but he has the same 24 hours. Yeah, I love that. that I, I love do that. that. You do. You have the same 24 hours I do. You have a whole podcast. Like, where you spend your time 
it shows. Yeah. It shows. And you make time for what you want. If you have time to stay up until 2 a.m. to watch Netflix and catch up on your shows, you probably could have used an extra hour or two of that time to have a phone call with a friend mm. or reach out to a friend. Like, yeah. that, I don't like the excuse of, oh, yeah, you know, I know they're busy. Nope. Listen, this is my expectation of you as a friend. I love you. I'm willing to meet that same expectation that I'm setting. And mm-hmm. I, I need your friendship in my life. You know, I, I desire a time with you because of how, of what you've been through or the wisdom that you can share or, you know, whatever that may be. Like, and it's okay. <laughs> I have a friend that I met and her and I are very clear. I can text her and be like, hey, you know what? Can we talk? Sure. Let's set up a time. Boom, boom. Okay. Hey, what's up? You know what you did the other day upset me. And this is why. And she's like, okay, I see how you're upset. And we would, ju- we can just be absolutely clear with one another. So good. And because we communicate and we spend the time, it might not be all the time. We maybe see each other maybe once every six months, right? But because we take the time into our friendships, we're able to benefit from the time spent together. Yeah. Not only that, but you're able, people are able to, get a little bit of, they're being able to be blessed by your presence. Like when you're in your house or when you're feeling some kind of way or you're like, you're keeping people from being blessed by you. And, you know, like imagine if I was always stuck in the house, like, you know, I wouldn't be able to make people laugh, which I love to do. I wouldn't be able, and, and you don't know what that does for somebody. And so sometimes we underestimate the impact that we have on others because we don't see that value in ourselves. Yeah. And so we're just so quick to be like, you know what? I don't really matter. I'm not going to go out anywhere. It's like, no, you do matter. People love being around you. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I love everything you just said, yeah. Jasmine. One thing um, that you mentioned is communicating your needs to your friends. And I yes. think you have to grow to a level of maturity to do that. Yes. I know that's something that I lacked in a couple years ago. I look back now and I was like, wow, like, I did not communicate my needs. I just, you know, thought they could read my mind. And I'm like, okay, well, I want, I need this from this person. You know, this is how I receive love, but I would never, I wouldn't communicate that. So this person wouldn't speak, quote, my love language, this friend, whatever. And then the the relationship would be rocky. The friendship would be rocky because I wasn't communicating my simple needs to be seen, to be heard. Right. Right. But that wasn't on the other person that was on me, but mm-hmm. now through time, through hindsight, through, through learning and going through life, I can now see that like when I go into a friendship, you know, go into a relationship, it's like, Hey, like, this is how I feel seen. Yeah. This is how I feel heard. And this is how I feel loved. Yeah. And I think it's important that, you know, that if, you know, and when that person knows, then they know and they either do it or they don't. And then you can distinguish, okay, like you're going to stay in that relationship, friendship with that person, or you don't. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's important that they tell you their needs because that, that's yeah. how relationships work. It's, it's both ways. It's yes. not just you give me and I receive, or I just yeah. give you and I'm empty. No baby. It is right. both people, but how's that ever going to happen if you don't communicate? Right. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I had to learn girl, girl, <laughs> girl. You know, but I think it's, it's through the experience of, of not for so many years that you look back and you're like, wow, like, why did this not work out? Oh, 
okay, maybe um okay, okay, I got it. Yeah. You know, and, and you yeah. learn that, you take it mm-hmm. into your next, you know, um friendships, relationships right. and, and all those things. Yeah, and I think Megs, I think it's so important to mention that this is all on a basis of how you view yourself. Mm. Because yeah. you cannot be a good friend if you do not love yourself first. Mm. And I say that because I did not love myself at all. I was at a point in my life where I didn't look in the mirror when I was brushing my teeth because I couldn't even stand looking at myself. And so I say that because when I went to counseling, she said to me, if you could have physical evidence of the way that you beat yourself up mentally, someone would be getting the call, cops called on them, okay? And when she said that, like when she, and of course she said it with love and, you know, she was just trying to help me. She made me realize that I was beating myself up. My worth was, I had no worth. Mm. I had no worth. And it wasn't until I realized that I too am valuable, right? I too am worthy, I too am capable, is when I was able to have a friendship without those requirements or the desperate need of validation. Because Mm -hmm. if you're asking and asking and asking and asking, your friends are going to get tired of you. And guess what? Nine times out of 10, they are not going to tell you why. They're just going to ghost you like Casper. Mm. They're just going to be like, you know what? You're exhausting. Sorry. And I really think that a lot of my friendships was, I lost and I, and I was looking around like, what is happening to my friends? And it was me. I did not value myself enough, mm. you know? And, and so many times we're, we're like, well, what about that person? Like, you gotta look in the mirror, mm-hmm. literally, right? Yeah. And, and to say, you know what? You are worthy of a good friendship. Mm-hmm. You are worthy of yeah. loving yourself. You're worthy. You you deserve to be healthy. You deserve those things because of who you are. Mm-hmm. And until you get that, and I'm speaking from experience, you will not, you will not reap the benefit of a healthy friendship because you're not healthy. A hundred percent. That's so that's so good, Jasmine. A verse that came to mind as you were saying that is love your neighbor as you love yourself. Yes. Okay. Love our neighbor. I feel like a lot of people do that, but they forgot the second part as yourself. Yes. You can only love someone to the extent that you love yourself. Come on. I can look back at times in my life where I did not, like you said, I didn't love myself. And because I didn't love myself, how could I love others? You can't, you, you you cannot. And it gets to a point where I am such an advocate for people choosing to love them for who they are, for who God created them to be, to, you know, like go out. And I I told you this, how, you know, take yourself on a date, you know, love on yourself. Like maybe you don't get dressed up, like, you know, put some makeup on if that's your thing, go out, put a bomb outfit, take like feel good and and do it for yourself because you deserve it. Right. Like you don't need to wait for another human being to give you validation. You don't need to wait for another person to say like, you have my approval. 
like, no baby, I was already approved before, right? But the beauty is that when you meet those friends, when you meet those people, when you get into new relationships, it's not like they're completing you. They're just like the complimentary cherry on top. And I think that's what we spoke about at dinner the other night, right? Like, yep. like you got the whole ice cream sundae, the whole, you got the whole thing. The you got the banana, mm-hmm. you got the nuts, you mm-hmm. got the whipped cream. And like no ice cream sundae is like complete without its cherry on top, right? Right. So it's like the ping, like it's it's like the finished sweet exactly. top. Like it, it just, it hits it, right? It's, it is. And when you said it, I could not stop laughing because you, you did such a good job just explaining it. But it's like in, in relationships, you know, we like, I feel like a lot of people go into relationships thinking, okay, like I'm going to find someone and they're going to complete me. And they're going to be like my ice cream Sunday where like, they're going to be like the ice cream, they're going to be everything. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I have them to me. The problem mm-hmm. is that when that person leaves, who are you? You lose everything. Right, You're an empty ice cream sundae bowl. You, you, they're, 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 <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing more sad than an empty ice cream bowl that okay. you do not get to enjoy. Not even a spoon. Like you're just not even the spoon. The just the, just the bowl. Just the bowl. That's it. That's it. You are not going to be ordered off the menu if you're empty. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think it, I love that you made that point is that you can only love people to the, to the extent that you love yourself Yeah, and it's hard. And, and I've talked to friends and I can identify in them because I identified it in myself at one point Right, where, you know, they're finding it hard to make friends. And I, you know, kindly, you know, ask, well, how's your relationship with yourself? Mm, so good. Like, yeah. How do you feel about you? Like, forget about everybody else right now. You, when you look in the mirror, what are your thoughts? Come on, yeah. How do you feel? What are you saying to yourself? Because whatever you're saying to yourself is what you would say to a friend, you know? Yeah, yeah. And and it's it, it amazes me because sometimes I, you know, I'll see things on IG and I'll say like, you know, it's funny how like we'll say things to ourselves, but we'll never say to somebody we love. And it's like, well, why is that? Why? Yeah. You know, like we need to put a stop to the loud voices in our heads that do not, they're, they're weeds, right? They're, 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 they're roots that, that need to, like they're weeds that need to be rooted out. Yes. They're not flourishing. They are detrimental to our mental health. Yes. And I think that's where it all begins is getting to the root of it. Yeah. Right. Like, Okay. And I love what you said with counseling. It's, um, it's not like you go, you get your answer and you're good. No time. And, and, and okay. Well, why do we feel like that? Well, why, why do you feel like you have no friends? Okay. Well, it's not that because nobody likes you. There's actually a deeper reason, right? Maybe it's because you haven't come to terms to love yourself. Come on. You know? Yeah. And what I've noticed with at least the people that I surround myself with, they, they have a, they love themselves. Yeah. And, and because they do, they can love others well. Exactly. And we're not perfect, right? There's gonna be days where we're annoyed with ourselves. There's gonna be days where like, man, I wish I could just get out of this body for a day because I'm on. just done. And again, that's fine. But it, yeah. it, it's getting to the point where like, okay, a bad day is not a bad life. This too shall pass. Yes. I will be okay. But right now I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. And that's like what we talked about at dinner. It's like, yeah. 
life is good. This week kind of sucked. Yeah. I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. Exactly. And just processing through that. And you know what? I had a crappy week. Why was there a crappy week? Is there anything I can do about it? No. I'm going to keep it moving. You know, yeah. <laughs> I can't control anything. What can I control? And that's another big reason of my self-awareness. I can control myself. Yep. Come on. I can control who I am. Yeah. I can control what I do, what I say. And that's a lot of power. That is a lot of power. More than we know. And we are so quick to give it to other people. Mm. We are so quick to give that power to other people where we let them dictate how our day is going. Mm. We let them dictate how we're going to respond. We let them dictate how we view ourselves, how many likes we got. That's what's going to dictate how I feel about myself. No. Mm-mm. You have the ability within yourself. Yeah. You, my dad used to always tell me, you can't control what happens, but you can control how you respond. Yep. Yeah. My dad always you know? said the same thing too. And so imagine like someone like you get pied in the face and it's like, oh my God, but it's your favorite pie. You get free pie. Like, oh my God, what's it mean? You get to eat. <laughs> Perspective is part Banana pie. <laughs> Let's go. I'm here. And then apply all up in my face. Let me get a spoon. You know what I mean? That like, you so, know, that being yeah. silly, but yeah, it's about, it's about how you look at it, how you respond. And, you know, I, I mean, I've had so many, I mean, you know, I'm shameless plug. You know, I'm, I'm married to, to Leo. Uh, he is the love of my life. And to get to him, I went through a lot of crappy people. Yeah. Okay. I had a lot of crappy relationships, not even relationships but we won't get into that. <laughs> and it wasn't until I was like, you know what? I'm not going to let those relationships mm. keep me or keep my future husband from getting me a hundred percent. Come on. Apologetically, all go. of my love, all of my humor, all of my everything, those other guys that don't even deserve a second of my time. I'm not going to keep that from who my husband will be when I was single. That's what I would tell myself. Because I'm like, the person that I marry is going to be the only one that I marry. And he deserves the best me I can be. Mm-hmm. He yeah. deserves the best. And how can I be the best? By always trying and putting my best foot forward and not letting these things in the past control me. You know, like so many people are, so get good. so caught up in old friendships or relationships. And I'm guilty of it. You know, I'm, I've been hurt a lot by people. Sometimes I don't want to make friends. I even share with you. I was like, Max, yeah. listen. Making friends, new friends for me is hard lately because I've been hurt a lot. And so I'm trusting you with my heart. You know, like I'm being vulnerable with you. You're my friend. Just be careful, please. You know, like (laughs) I'm a a fragile vase, like, you know, fragile. Just fragile. (laughs) I'm fragile. Okay. And it's okay to say that. People are so quick to be like, yeah, I'm good, whatever. Like, no, bro, you're not good. Like, Tell your friend that you had a really bad day and they hurt your feelings and they'll be like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. That's not what I meant. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. Like, I'll literally ask any of my friends. I mean, I think I've even done it with you. I'm like, hey, um, you looked at me a certain way. Were you like, were you like, did I have something in my teeth or did I offend you? And they'll be like, no, literally, Jasmine, there was somebody behind you. Like, or there was like, <laughs> There was a there was something in my eye, Jess. Yeah. <laughs> and I and I'm like getting offended over here because you're blinking too much at me. And it's like, no, I had something in my eye, Jasmine. Like, 
it's not you like that it's you so opening your mouth funny. and clarifying you know how the truth shall set you free hello the truth of whatever that you're thinking whatever might be coming your way if you can find a truth to that to that if you can find a truth <laughs> to that find it go get it look for it and you the freedom that you experience from just having those conversations asking those questions is just there's no there's nothing like it 100. there's nothing like it yeah I love it I love it I did want to ask you um something that we also spoke about you shared about and that's celebrating small wins mm. and for some people like we were talking about taking a shower to the average human being like that's a normal thing you get up you take a shower like yeah it's pretty that's common sense right like yeah take a shower you eat common sense things that are like easy to do that we kind of do on autopilot but let's say when you're having a hard day or mm. you are diet you like you have depression right yeah. or you have anxiety yeah can can you talk about those little small wins and celebrating the small wins? Yeah, absolutely. That was something that I learned and I think it was again a product of counseling, but it was it was just something that I realized again, just that culture I feel like with my culture. I, I grew up my abuelita was born in Mexico and so like I she was basically my mom and so she would always just say just get up, like just come on, hurry up. Apurate, apurate, like Let's keep it moving. And for me, like, I was just always so tired. And it was because I was fighting myself. And I was, that day I posted, I was just having a, re I just had a rough day. And I, I told my husband, I said, I don't, I don't want to get out of bed. And by verbalizing it in itself was a little thing. Yeah. The fact that I brought light to that thought of me that was my little victory to start it all because I verbalized it. I communicated it. I put light to that darkness of, I don't want to get out of bed. So good. And then that little victory made me feel like, oh, wow. Okay. I communicated. And then, you know, the, <laughs> he, the loving man that he is, he makes me breakfast every morning and I absolutely adore him for that. Mm -hmm. So he was making me breakfast and making us breakfast and a bowl fell and it made a loud crashing noise. And I jumped out of bed and I said, what happened? And he's like, uh, a bowl fell. And he was a little weary with me because sometimes it can be a little snappy, okay? Let me keep it really, really 100. I'm a little snappy, okay? And I think that he was kind of like, you know how you kind of brace for impact? He's like, oh, she's going to be so mad. I said, oh, okay, well, just be careful. Like, don't step on anything. And you kind of saw his face. Like, <laughs> you know, like, I think he said a little prayer to the, you know, he's like, oh, um, but even then, like, oh, wow, like, I didn't get mad. I didn't go crazy, you know? And so I, I had just had a, a day of just little things that were going right. And I feel, I felt something just say, you know, like the Holy Spirit go, hey, just that little tap, like, hey, you did it. You, you, you made it today. Yeah. You got up, you exercised, you cooked, you wow, you, go, you took a shower. And it all started with me verbalizing, I don't feel like getting out of bed today. So good. You know, and you know, how do you climb stairs? How do you, the Great Wall of China, 
Do you think you just jump on up there? No, even Spider-Man probably couldn't do that. He needs his little pew-pews to get up on there. He needs a little help. You know what I'm saying? Like, steps. That's how you conquer it. One step at a time. Yeah. One step at a time. One little victory at a time. Imagine if, like, listen, if I made it up to the Great Wall of China, I'd be really proud of myself. But, like, even just three steps up, like, oh, my God, yeah, like, Rocky in the steps. You you did it. Celebrate that. And it'll it'll unleash more power for the rest of the day and so if you made it and like you said if you showered if you were able to you know just brush your teeth which you know thank god for masks sometimes but um you brush your teeth like you did it you know what I mean like good job Good job. Good job. You got to be your own cheerleader. And sometimes I do. I like, hey, I yes, really, girl. I, I, I give I, myself high fives. Yes. Do, do like, I give myself a high five? No, I give myself high five. Oh, okay. literally, I catch myself and I go, yes. And I like hold my hand. You know what? I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I'm, a bit, I'm my own hype man. Girl, I got a little yes, button. You, you know that button? You have to be your own hype man. You really do. No, but funny story. You know that button that goes beep, 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 like that uh, noise? Like when yeah, you yeah. Like, hey, beep, beep, beep. So I used to make that noise at work with my mouth. Like I would just go beep, 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 and people like crap. They got me a button. That is it's literally so- called a hype button, and you hit it, and it goes beep. <laughs> I need that in my life. I, I absolutely need that and in my life. <laughs> like finished so workout for the day. Literally. Literally. Yeah, hype man, hype woman. Like just. Go for it, you know, and that's how you make the day. You just one step at a time. And sometimes we get so overwhelmed by the entire day that we end up crippled. Yeah. You just stay there. You're like, okay, this day is really overwhelming. What can I do first? I could probably I could probably jump in the shower. Okay. Maybe I won't wash my hair. Hey, you got in the shower, you know, like yeah. but by the time you're there, you're like, actually, you know what? I will wash yeah, my I hair. Yeah, I might as well. I might as well <laughs> just give a little scrub the scrub it up on this. Exactly. So, I mean, I'm all for it. And you know me, like, if you tell me something, I will hype you all the way up. Yes, I'm I'm here here for it. it. I'm here for it. Love it. Love it. Jasmine, so I have to ask you the final question of the pod. And that is, if you knew then what you know now, what would you tell your younger self? I love that question. And I, I ask this question, believe it or not, and then you're gonna be like, yeah, whatever. I really do ask this question because, you know, we are, our hearts are next gen. So we deal with our younger selves all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the first thing that came to my mind was only you can be you. Mm. You can't be anyone else. Come on. Own it. Come on, sister. Like, come on. I spent so many years in my life mm. trying to be like other people. Yeah. That I was awkward. I mean, I'm so <laughs> awkward, but it was like painfully awkward, okay? <laughs> like, just, if I had just realized in that moment when I was trying to be like everybody else, when I was trying to fit into everybody else was doing, I could have just been working on fine-tuning who I already was, Mm. who I already was destined to be. Me, Jasmine. I'm the only person that can be me. And so younger Jasmine, 
just be you. Stop fighting it. So good. You're awkward. It's okay. Own it. Own it. Yeah. Own it. And walk that path. Mm. There is no one else like you. No one. You are one of a kind. Our fingerprints are the only kind like it. Do you think that's a coincidence? I don't think so. (laughs) I don't think that's a coincidence. Come on. Be yourself. Love who you are. And rock it. Just go for it. Unapologetically. Go forward. You know, it's going to be hard. But as long as you stick to who you are and who you're meant to be, you're going to find a lot of purpose in your life. You're going to find a lot of joy in your life. And a lot of things are going to make more sense. Yeah. Instead of fighting it. It's it's exhausting. (laughs) So good. Yeah. I really, I mean, if you you would always say, I wish I knew, but I wouldn't be where I'm at now. You know, I wouldn't have the stories that I have now, but just own it. Be you. I'm not talking like own Oprah own. I'm talking about you, whoever you are listening to this podcast. You know who you are. Don't try to be like anybody else. Yeah. Me, you. I love that. And I feel like when you are you, you attract the right people that mm-hmm. you'd need in your life. Yes. And when you try to be someone you're not, the people around you aren't really the people that you need in your life. Yeah. So I love that. And I and I, that's something that I just recently stepped into, I feel like through counseling and self-awareness, mm-hmm. just owning who I am. Yes. Like me being me and no one else and not wanting to be or even desiring to be anybody else because when we have the full understanding of who we are, whose we are, and how uniquely we were created mm-hmm. as an original, like why would I want to be a cheap copy of somebody else that I could never fulfill their purpose because that's not my purpose? Exactly. You know? So it's, it's like, no, you, it's like, imagine somebody trying to be somebody, like somebody trying to be you. You'd be like, no, baby, be you. Like, you are so beautiful and unique and original. Why would you want to be me? Like, I'm me, but you be you. Like, you are so awesome the way you are. And so, girl, I feel that. I am with you on that. Jasmine, thank you for tonight, for sharing a little bit of your story, you know, sharing kind of what little wins look like and how far they can go to the importance of friends, make time for your friends and just other golden nuggets in how, you know, you got into self-awareness and the power that has to change someone's life. Girl, I appreciate you so much. You are such a gem in my life and to the lives of the girls and to just so many other people that come across you. Like you, it's, it's hard to come like, be in the same room as Jasmine and not laugh because of Jasmine. Like, it's just like, it just doesn't happen. Like you will laugh whether you like it or not. <laughs> you know, and it's no coincidence because I'm tall and I'm usually like the first person you see. So it just, ha- you know, it had to be that way. The Lord, he created, I, got, I was created to be the loudest one, the, the tallest one, and here you are. And I, <laughs> but I appreciate you, Max. Thank you. Honestly, this is an honor. I really, really, really appreciate you. I'm so excited for all the things that are coming your way. I know that this is season three. What, what? And so it's just- Let's go. One thing in common. You're amazing. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for letting me be on here. I'm beyond honored. Aww, I love you, girl. And I will see you soon. Yes. <laughs> Chat with you later. Okay. <laughs> Bye.
Thank you for listening. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast and please leave a rate and review as it makes a huge difference. Also, share this podcast with your friends and family and don't forget to follow at One Thing in Common Podcast on Instagram and tag us with any insights you got from the episode. I am so grateful for each and every one of you and I hope you have the best week. Much love.